Yes, yes, he's worthy to be praised. You can be seated. I am going to set up our time in our beginning with our next song uh, of praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Actually, a verse, a phrase out of Psalm 122. When our good friend Robert Stearns and his good friend Jack Hayford, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I don't remember how long ago it was, started this Dedicating this day, now probably millions of believers are joining us in praying for the peace of Jerusalem. That comes out of Psalm 122, verse 6. It says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. May peace be within your walls and prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and my friends, I will now say, may peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. And so there's, here's an instruction for us, God's people, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So you are being obedient to God's word today in this instruction from the Lord. But you might be asking, so you're going to really, you know, there, I don't understand why we're doing this. Well, you know, why is that? Well, uh, go with me in your Bibles if you have them with you, with you uh, or, uh, you know, to your phone. And let's just take a moment and reflect on what God said when he first started the nation of Israel. Remember, he chose one man, Abram, and told him to leave his uh, homeland and go to a new land, which ended up being Israel today. And from you, a nation, I will birth a nation, I will start a nation, and you will be God's people. Let me read uh, a few verses here. Genesis chapter 12, starting at verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. Now right there, that was really an understatement. Of course, we know all the promises of God came to Abraham and Israel. So we got the Ten Commandments, the Word of God, the Savior of the world came through uh, th- these people, the Jews, and then the rest of the Word of God, the New Testament, the first church was all Jewish people and Jewish leaders uh, in the book of Acts. And so we need to realize that at this moment in Genesis 12, God set in motion the coming of the Messiah, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And all the blessings of God to the earth began right here when he said, and you shall be a blessing. Now look at the next verse, verse 3. It says, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. So another reason why we do this at Living Waters is we want you to be blessed. We want the blessing, this particular blessing of God on our families, on our uh, finances, on our futures. And, for example, we give 10% of all the tithes that come in to missions, 5% to home missions, 2.6 to foreign, and 2.6 to Israel missions to help with the Cuba trip expenses, help with uh, ministry, and we support a couple of ministries out of that, including the Ellard's ministry. And so 
we take all that you give to bless Israel. You see that? Because we believe there's blessings of God when you obey this scripture, Genesis 12, chapter uh, chapter 12, verse 3, there's blessings that come to us in living waters. So it's an honor to be a part of uh, Jerry and Karen Ellard's ministry. Why don't y'all go ahead and come up a little bit about them, and then we're just going to release them uh, into the ministry. We're going to, uh, our first song will be Pray for the Peace of Jerusalem. We'll have a handful of people after that song to lead us in prayer, and then we'll go on in more uh, worship after that. Then Jerry will be uh, bringing the word today uh, in relationship to all that we're praying today. Uh, Jerry and Karen, they used to uh, live in Kentucky, LaGrange area. He's been a pastor for 20-plus uh, years, and uh, then they ended up coming to Living Waters, being part of our church for seven years from 2001-2008. And I believe during that time is when you went to Israel for the first time with Joel and Carol on a trip from here. And then God just poured in, you know, your call uh, to be ambassadors for Israel in in this way. During that seven years, they ended up uh, moving to Alabama for about a year before they were um, actually got the timing of moving to Israel and lived in Jerusalem uh, for seven years and in in many places around Jerusalem, Israel, led in worship and prayer. And um, uh, one of the places they would help organize and lead in prayer was in the prayer tower at King of Kings Church where we'll be there on our trip in April doing an hour of prayer in that prayer tower in uh, Jerusalem. And so it is a privilege to have them with us. They live in Birm- uh, outside Birmingham, Alabama today and our leaders in their church and different uh, aspects of ministry. And so we're just so grateful to have them here. And, um, and one thing that God has done with Karen is really expand her worship leading into writing and composing songs. So today and tonight, we will hear some original songs that uh, God has given to her. Even tonight, there'll be a song that she's written for Kentucky in our uh, battle we face right now for this amendment vote here in November. So God is, you know, continually giving her songs, and we'll hear that tonight. Let me pray over you guys, and you guys just lead us from here. Lord Jesus, it's an honor to um, already be adjoined with them in ministry, and this morning we pray your release of all that you've given them for today, Lord. May we, my, may our ears and eyes uh, be open, Holy Spirit, to what you have uh, to teach us, to show us today. We don't want to be the same. We want the Holy Spirit to lead and God is transform us. And Lord, we pray that our prayers will be effective. This is, this is a joining in, to millions of believers around the world. Make our prayers effective today. In the earth, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Amen. So glad to be here this morning. And Karen, go ahead. It's wonderful to be here back home at Living Waters. We have some of our most special memories in our whole life happen right here in this sanctuary and in this state. So Kentucky is is, um, unbelievably wonderful and dear to us. And we just thank you all for coming today. We bless this congregation. 
we we go back a long ways with with many of you so and the ones that are new we hope to get to speak to you personally and so forth but we just want to start with pray for the peace of Jerusalem and you know Psalm 122 could be um, oh I was glad when they said unto me let us go to the house of the Lord and you kind of go on automatic pilot like oh it's a cute little children's verse but you know David fought to win Jerusalem for the Lord he fought that that place would be God's throne, that it was the where the ark was, it was where the worship is. So when you hear the, the words to this song, remember there was a great price paid for Jerusalem to be the throne of the Lord. And so we are glad when uh, he said unto me, let us go to the house. You always go up to Jerusalem. You always go up to the house of the Lord. So let's ascend together today. And for those of you that are able and willing, you can stand with us and sing these words with us to Psalm 122. Amen. And while you're standing, go ahead and stand with us. Uh, It makes us feel more at home if you're standing like you're engaged. But I want you to uh, just engage in each of the songs that we're singing because uh, I, I actually have an hour-long message, but I'm not going to preach it this morning uh, because a lot of the message is uh, going to be preached through the songs. And so I'm, I think I can, I, I'm, I'm depending on the Holy Spirit just because I'm not even going to open up my notes on it, okay? Uh, I've, I've got this up here. This is, this is my Bible. I had to retire my Bible. It's, it's a stay-at-home Bible now. Uh, because pages were falling out, and I was afraid I would lose one. I actually had it recovered while I was here many years ago, and uh, so it's at that point that it needs a little more tender, loving care, so I bring it this way. But let me just say, as we're praying for the peace of Jerusalem, let, let, let me emphasize something here. When you look at the Bible, and anytime you hear uh, a word in Hebrew, if you hear it one time, it's strong. If you hear it twice, it's really strong. If you hear it three times, that's the ultimate. An example of the ultimate would be what's going on around the throne right now when they're continually declaring, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is filled with His glory. Now, if you were saying, they were saying in Hebrew, they would be saying, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. But how many remembers in Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3 when it says, Thou hast perfect peace whose mind is set on thee. How many remembers that verse? Well, guess what? There's actually no word in the Hebrew for perfect. It simply says shalom, shalom in the Hebrew. But also when you're saying pray for the peace of Jerusalem, guess what? It doesn't just have one. It says, pray for the shalom, shalom. So it's saying, pray for the perfect peace of Jerusalem. So as we're singing this and as we're praying, I would ask that you would truly begin to engage what I have asked and what we are praying. And there are people praying in different parts of this nation for this service here this morning that God will meet with us and He will transform and change some hearts. I'm praying and believing that there are some here this morning that you never even thought about Israel, but all of a sudden God's heart is going to be poured out in your heart for Israel and for Jerusalem. And because of that, God is going to begin to bless you in a very special way. So, amen. Pray with us as we sing, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. 
was glad when they said, let us go up to the house of the Lord. We are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. The tribes of the Lord go up to give thanks to the name of the Lord. The thrones of the house of David are set. Jerusalem pray, pray for the peace of Jerusalem may they prosper who love you Prosperity within your palaces, peace be within you. I will seek your good. Pray, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Who love you? May they prosper. Who love you? Pray for the peace. Pray for the peace. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace. Pray for the peace. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Feel free to sit down during these uh, prayers, and then we're going to get right back into uh, more music again. Join us uh, as we do this. And um, um, Lord, we we want to we want our prayers to count today. We know where this pleases you, 
because you've instructed us to do this. You've instructed us to bless uh, Jews in Israel. So we thank you that right now we're blessing you. We're being obedient to you. Now use our prayers to bring your will be done in the earth among Israel and the Jews. Jill, why don't you go first? Lord God, I think of all the different Christian uh, ministries that are in Jerusalem and in Israel and the different Messianic ones, and we're all a little bit different. But we all have specific calls from you, and yet we work as one body. In this time of lawlessness and anger in the world, we it's unacceptable for us not to be at peace as a body. So I pray, Lord God, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell in unity. I ask you, God, for that unity in Israel so that we can bring in a harvest so that we don't spend time and energy fussing and fighting among ourselves. And I ask you, Lord, to make it such a unity that it's like the oil coming down on Aaron's beard that where there is friction, that oil will release, I mean, change the friction, cause the friction not to be there. And that it will nurture us and bind us together as one body with Yeshua the head. In Yeshua's name. Father, your word says that there now is a veil that is over the eyes and the hearts of your people. And Father, your word says that if a person turns to you in repentance, that that veil is stripped away, it's taken away. So, Abba, I pray for the gift of repentance upon your Jewish people. Father, your word says that it is the goodness and the kindness and the love of God that causes us to turn to you. So, Father, I pray for an outpouring of the goodness and the love of the Lord towards your Jewish people, Mother God, that you would melt their hearts, you would soften their hearts, Mother, that they would say, yes, I need my Messiah. So, Father, we thank you. Father, even in the midst of these dark days, may your light shine in such a way with your goodness, your love, your mercy, and your kindness that would draw your people back home, Father. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know why she cried? Because he cried for us on the cross. Jeremiah the prophet said this, a man of God. Now therefore says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the city, they shall be my people and I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever for their own good and the good of their children after them. I will make them an everlasting covenant that I will not turn away from doing them good and I will put the fear of me in their hearts that they may not turn from me I will rejoice in doing them good and I will plant them in this land in faithfulness with all my heart and all my soul says the word of God Amen Lord God I just pray for the Arab communities surrounding Jerusalem I pray that you would Give them dreams and visions, Lord. Give them dreams and visions of Yeshua and the truth of who you are. I 
pray that you would put such a love in their own hearts for you, for the true God of Israel, and for the Jewish people that they don't understand and they may even despise it at first. But I just pray that you would pour out your oil of love on them, that brother would love brother and neighbor would love neighbor, that they would see good between Arab and Jew, that they would see uh, the sacrifices that the IDF gives that um, is actually to help them and to support them. And I also pray, Lord, for the IDF that you would guard each soldier against hatred. And I pray that you would put love in their hearts for the, the Arab communities, that they would actually when they have to serve in these communities, Lord, that they would actually do it out of a, a love and a servant's heart. That you would just put a supernatural love between them, Lord. And I pray just more than anything for more dreams, more visions that they cannot understand, but that they would reveal your truth and bring unity and peace that's long-lasting and is not reliant on a treaty or government or any other human pray for your love to be outpoured on those communities in Yeshua's name. Amen. I'm reading from Ezekiel 36, starting at verse 24. It says, God is speaking and prophesying, for I will I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the lands and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will clean, I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. So this is the Hebrew word, word Aliyah, the return of the Jews to the land. It's been a, a miracle that people can't explain. It's never happened where a nation that was barren and lost in 1944 became a, a real nation again with its own government. And since then, the Jews have been flooding that land that God promised them back when he spoke to Abram in Genesis 12. And so thank you for praying for us in Cuba. We're seeing this happening in Cuba already. God is doing this throughout the world. Let me read you the next verse. Verse says, Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give your heart of flesh. So that's the promise of salvation that we usually read that verse and we might think, oh, that's for us, the Gentiles, for me to get saved. And it is, but it's a promise first to the Jews and then to us because we get to step into those Abrahamic promises as our spiritual father, as our spiritual ancestors. So, Lord, thank you for salvation for the Jews. Thank you that our salvation came through the Jews, through Jesus Christ. And we pray for that mighty revival in all the lands where Jews come to know you. They see you, Lord, that the Messiah has already come. His name is Yeshua. His name is Jesus. And they've come to him in the thousands. We pray, Lord God, that they will also go to their homeland, that you would bring them to salvation there if they aren't saved yet, that, Lord, you will protect them there uh, from the attacks of anti-Semitism, Lord God. Father, we pray, Lord God, your will be done as your word has com- uh, already declared that this would come to pass, that they would go back to their homeland as you direct, Lord, and they would be saved. 
like we've been saved. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. May your will be done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Karen. This next song is the name of the Lord our God. It's from Psalm 20. And we're going to sing in English, and then we're going to sing in Hebrew. And the Hebrew words are what we just sung in English, so you can track with us, and please sing it with us. The name of the Lord our God is mighty. Amen? It's written phonetically, so try to follow. Go ahead and stand with us again. Let's engage. Thank you for those. As you, I, I, I sense that we were coming into agreement, full agreement. Yeah with uh, the prayer and praying for Israel. Thank you very much, and let's continue that. So we need a whole lot more money. We love you, Lord. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we love you. The name of the Lord our God, the name of the Lord our God, the name of the Lord our God is mighty. Shem Adonai Eloheinu, Shem Adonai Eloheinu, Shem Adonai Eloheinu, May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. The name of the Lord our God, the name. Of the Lord our God, the name of the Lord our God is mighty. Shemadonai Eloheinu, Shemadonai Eloheinu, Shemadonai Eloheinu, Ramanisa. offerings and celebrate all your sacrifices. May he give you your heart's desire and fulfill all your purposes. The name of the Lord our God, the name of the Lord our God, the name of the Lord our God is mighty. Shimadonai Eloheinu, Shimadonai Eloheinu, Shimadonai Eloheinu, Ramanisa. In the name of the Lord, we will trust in the name of the Lord. Bikubashim Adonai, Bikubashim 
every chain, to break 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 every chain. Yeshua, Yeshua, you make the darkness tremble. Yeshua, Yeshua, you silence fear. Yeshua, Yeshua, you made the darkness tremble. Yeshua, Yeshua, you said your name is light. The shadows can't deny. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name. Yeshua, you silence fear. Yeshua, Yeshua, you make the darkness tremble. Yeshua, Yeshua, there is power in the name of Yeshua. To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. We speak the chains being broken off of Israel's heart today. We speak the chains, the blinds coming off of them in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, just like Pastor Stephen prayed from Ezekiel 36. You will sprinkle them with clean water and they shall be clean. They shall be washed from all their iniquities. And we thank you for the power that's in the name of Jesus to break every chain. 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 Aren't you glad you're part of the army of God today? Praise the Lord. Amen. Pastor Stevens, just just keep playing there a little bit here. Um, let's applaud this to our lives right here. Can you imagine Mary, the mother of Jesus, saying, Yeshua, clean up before you go outside. Yeshua, don't forget to tie those sandals tight so they don't, whatever. The Hebrew name for Jesus is Yeshua. And so when he said, pray in my name, he was saying, pray in the name of Yeshua. That the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua, is above all names. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua. Right now, there's something that you, yeah, I have a chain in my life, or I have a family member with chains 
Let's pray in the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua over them right now, over your situation. Lord God, thank you that you died on the cross and rose from the grave. You are victorious. Your name is power. Your name is the greatest name in the universe. And so with that authority of the greatest name in the universe, we say, set us free in the name of Yeshua. Set our family member free in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. In the name of Yeshua, Lord, bring them home, that prodigal home to you, Lord God. In the name of Yeshua, set them free from that addiction in Jesus' name. Set us free, Lord God, from addictions in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, the name above all names we call out to you in your powerful name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Karen, Jerry, thank you. Let's give this praise team and the elders a big hand for leading us here. You may be seated. We welcome any of those uh, here this morning or online that are guests today, first or second time guests. We ask you to fill out a uh, Connect card to help us just send you an email uh, this week and a little note with a little gift in it. And uh, if you are uh, online today, you can go to our home uh, page, and there's a tab for the Connect card to fill that out. That's living-waters.org. And so we welcome uh, all guests with us today. Our, our vision at Living Waters is to be abandoned to God and compassionate toward people. And uh, with that said, I'm going to allow the River Kids to be dismissed. And tonight there will be classes for you guys uh, program uh, ministry for you during the six o'clock service. So, want to encourage you, children, to come back as well tonight. Let's give these river kids a big hand and the workers and the ministers that serve with them. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, as uh, we get into some family notes for this week, I just want to say again, thank you for praying for our team, uh, Glenn Haynes, Tom O'Neill, and myself in Cuba. Uh, it was productive, perhaps really, you know, more productive than than we uh, thought it could be. Uh, we were supposed to uh, fly out Tuesday to come back to the States. They started counseling flights Monday night. We tried to get out Wednesday. Nobody went to America on Wednesday, and so we did able to get a flight out Thursday morning, and it was smooth uh, in the connections and so forth. So thank you for praying. All that worked out uh, in, a, in a very timely way there and um, really grew to love uh, the the Cuban people are so hospitable and and so kind I just really my heart just joined just loved getting to know them and uh, and then we had connections as well with uh, Jewish Cubans as well so thank you so much for praying Um, last Sunday we had our pastor uh, Pastor John Carmichael was going to be uh, preaching when I was gone. He and Callie were in a uh, car accident on Saturday, the day before. And uh, so thank you for praying for them. And uh, his dad, uh, the other Pastor John from Indiana, uh, preached. And, and I've listened to the message. It's a tremendous message. You're going to want to uh, go back if you haven't heard that message. Go online and listen. Very encouraging. Uh, we do want to pray for uh, our Pastor John. He had an energy, uh, injury back in January that was re-aggravated uh, during the wreck, and so he's having to work through those symptoms and issues 
again. So let's just pray for him right now. Uh, John's sitting right over here. Father, we thank you that, uh, again, that, that the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua is above every name. And over this injury and this attack on his body, you must bow your knee. And this body, this temple of the Holy Spirit, we pray, will be completely healed, recover, uh, completely, God, without any complications or issues. Lord, thank you that your blood covers him and your power is in him, uh, restoring him, uh, spirit, soul, and body. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you. All right, we're going to stand with you, John, on that. A little bit about tonight's service at 6 o'clock. Really looking forward to this. This is something that Jerry and Karen have been doing in uh, uh, Alabama, other states. It's a life rally and prayer rally. Because even though uh, the great victory of Roe versus Wade being uh, overturned, uh, there's still battles ahead. Uh, just uh, and you hear more about this tonight. I was at the Avenues for Women's banquet. They talked about the how Planned Parenthood is actually pushing the the chemical abortion, the abortion pill like never before online. You can get it anywhere, any state doesn't matter. So they actually are increasing their abortion attempts and and believe that they'll just keep on rising. So uh, in one sense, they've just changed modes and methods uh, of how to do their work. So uh, plus we are in November with the, uh, the election on the, uh, of the vote on the Second Amendment, uh, the amendment regarding the yes for life. So uh, we've got a lot to pray about tonight. We will, um, and you'll get a, a, a fuller picture of what's going on in America with this uh, as, as Jerry and Karen have been on the front lines praying uh, for this now for a number of years. So we're really looking forward to that. Like I said, there will be uh, a children's ministry uh, for the children, because we didn't want anyone to stay home for any reason. We wanted y'all all to come back. Uh, this Monday is our monthly unceasing prayer, first Monday. Thank you so much for um, scheduling that time of prayer, praying for our community. If you go to the website, kypraise.org, you'll see some prayer lists there that help you uh, pray through your 30 or 60 more uh, minutes time there. Uh, this Wednesday night is uh, the women's ministry, Susan Moore will be speaking. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, wish I could be there, uh, but I'll be in the men's small group, and, uh, and, uh, and, and that's going to be tremendous as well. But I've been hearing really good things from the Wednesday night women's ministry. I want to encourage you to, to you know, come if you haven't tried it and, and really experience how God is working there. A rooted student ministry is this Wednesday. John will be speaking and getting into guarding your heart and as part of the uh, mental health series he's doing. Uh, and, and thank you, Lord, that God is our answer uh, for mental health for our young people. Uh, if you haven't registered a vote, so important. This is such an important vote. We'll have forms in the, in the hallway there for you, and, uh, and you can get registered to vote soon. Um, Jerry and Karen Ellard, they do have... These songs that you're hearing, these are original songs uh, from Karen. Those are on CD. Those are available. How much are those CDs uh, cost? Well, if you, if you don't have one of them yet, we'd like to bless you with one free. We have five different ones. Uh, in the past, we've uh, allowed for a donation of 40 for all five or 10 for one. But we, we'd like to – not as many people use CDs anymore. And so uh, just, just be blessed. If you want to give a donation, let's, let's just do it that way. Okay, you're very kind. Thank you for that. So there's a table out there uh, with those CDs. There's a way to, um, and, and I, I'll let you explain that about registering and so forth. You want to okay. do that 
you want to do it right now, there's a way to register for their ministry newsletter, and I just want you uh, to be understand that before we go on. Go if you ahead. have a QR, uh, if you know how the QR codes work, you put your camera on it, and it brings up this little thing. You push the button, and it'll bring up a place where you can uh, where you can register for our newsletter that goes out uh, on a monthly basis. We have I think seven hundred something. I'd like to see that go over a thousand. Y'all just everybody sign up, and it'll, do, it'll just about do it here this morning. But God wow. bless you, and we we hope that you sign up and. And be blessed with, for sure, a free CD if you don't have one when you sign up. We are a church that believes in what they're doing. Uh, they call themselves, and we see this, they're ambassadors for Israel, even though they don't live there in the land right now. They still are ambassadors for Israel's and their ministry uh, for uh, freedom and for life here in America is so important. So I want to encourage you to... Uh, uh, feel free to just ask the Lord what to give. And we'll go ahead and ask the ushers to come on down here to receive the tithes and offerings. There'll be two uh, tithes and offerings represented in this plate or in the in the black boxes in the back. Um, you can, because uh, uh, we are taking up an offering for the Ellard's ministry during this time. So your check might, one check be written for tithes, which you normally do, and then you might write a second check for the Ellards ministry, still write it to Living Waters Church, but just put in that bottom memo there, Ellards, so that we know to do that. Or if you have one check and, and one part of it is tithe and then the additional part, and you can write that down in the memo, which part is tithes, which part is Ellards, so then there is clear communication there. We do have in our online giving uh, portal there, the drop-down menus, you do see the Ellard's ministry is one of the tabs as soon as you open that up. So if you give online, you can do that today, this morning, and uh, give to them. If, if you've got to go home and look at your numbers or whatever, you can do that this week, and we will um, you know, bless the Ellard's with that. Uh, but we, we want them to be blessed and encouraged when they're here in Kentucky, and uh, that they're not just coming to to bless us and minister to us, but then they ended up getting blessed and refreshed as well. And so, again, encourage you to come back at 6 and bring a friend, someone that would be interested particularly in praying uh, for life in our state and nation. Okay, let's uh, pray together. Father, we are asking that these tithes and offerings impact the world, uh, Taiwan, uh, Thailand, Honduras, uh, Lord God, uh, Israel, and the United States, and these four or five counties around us, Lord God, that as we give, you're able to turn these dollars into kingdom expansion in all of this for your glory. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that as we give, you see every dollar, and you bless us as, as you have it in your will to prosper us. And so we thank you that as we give, Lord, there is a sense of faith and hope Lord God, that that you take care of our needs uh, in abundance. Lord, we thank you for the Ellard's ministry. We continue to pray that this morning and tonight, Lord, you'll anoint them and that our ears are here, what you're saying through them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you would queue up deliverance, we'll come from another place. I know we're running short on time, but I, I feel like we want to go ahead and share that. Uh, it's and Jerry, one. don't worry about the time. You just, y'all just do what's in your heart, okay? We don't have an alarm clock set that's going to go off and start ringing or dinging, okay? So you just just I, do what's in your heart, okay? Thank you. But I know what it's like to sit out there and the guy up here be having all kinds of fun, and y'all are saying, "When is he?" Uh, yeah. So it's very very important for you to be, if at all possible, be here tonight. 
just as God is wanting to deposit something for Israel, God is wanting to deposit something for life. Uh, there's a lot of people that uh, they, they use uh, the cop-out and say, well, we don't get involved in politics. Let me say, God is all about government. Yes. And we better get engaged in government because yeah. we are seeing the outbreaking of people not being engaged in government on the local level and everywhere. We've got to be engaged. So tonight is going to be all about uh, engagement. So uh, deliverance will come from another place. This was inspired uh, from uh, Pastor Joel's Pastor book. Pastor Joel's book. And, and so there, you'll see some people here in the church that are on the video. And if all you can figure out how to get us more monitor on the track, that would be a blessing. Okay, we're going to move on to the message. Thank you. Deliverance will come from another place. So, <laughs> uh, You can look it up online on YouTube. Deliverance will come from another place. Usually, <laughs> you guys are so patient. Thank you. <laughs> I should applaud you all. God bless you. <laughs> well, while he's queuing it up, I just want to say, give a little testimony here about Israel. When we first came to Living Waters, I would hear different people talk about a trip they were going to with, you know, the leadership here. They were going over to Israel. And I was so grieved inside because I had a desire to go. But in my natural thinking, I could not figure it out how God could send me because the money was a big obstacle in my head. I thought, it'll never happen. I'll never go. Little did I know that the Lord was going to send us to Israel for seven years later on in our lives. And the first trip, I, I remember going up to Philip, and I said to him, because someone had given the choir or the worship team $10,000 to go to Israel. And I wasn't on the worship team at that time. And I said, can, can I go? Because I really felt like I was supposed to. And he just kind of laughed and he said, you know, a lot of people have asked me that. They want to go, you know. And the Holy Spirit said to me when he said that, you're going. But I didn't tell him that. I just, I just heard the Holy Spirit say, you're going. And so two months later, Dolores Mitchell and another lady from the church said, um, would you all go? We've had two people cancel and we need to fill two slots. None of the 10000 was left to support. But. And we had so much money come in for our first trip that we gave 1000 to one of the guitar players mm-hmm. that didn't have enough money. So if you're in this sanctuary today and you feel the heartbeat that God's starting to say, hey, I want you to go to Israel, who knows what the Lord will do through you. And... Don't look at the money. Look at what the Spirit is saying in your heart to you. Because it's holy to the Lord. It's holy when you go to Israel. It's a holy thing before Him. And it will definitely be a holy thing in your life. Amen. Go ahead and start the track. The seed of Abraham. Theirs is the glory, the promises, the 
covenants, the Psalms and the scriptures that have brought us comfort and light were written by the hand of a Jewish man. The Messiah we love who came down from above left his glory with the Father in heaven. He was given to us from Jewish blood. What will we do with the truth? Will we love? On the Jewish race, come take a hand, come take a hand of the people and the land of Israel.
<laughs> I'm getting choked up. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I guess I am finished. Okay. <laughs> I'm finished. Hallelujah. A little disjointed, but anyway. Uh, we, it's been a while since we sang that song. So it was bringing back memories, and I was watching each one of those things and remembering when I took those photos or when I took those particular short video clips and so forth. But this morning, I'm going to uh, attempt and believe God for a miracle. Uh, and I want you to say with me three different words. And these words can be applied and will be applied to the message this morning. If you got our newsletter, these three words were in that newsletter. And uh, just three words, so say it after me. First, blueprint, battle, and blessing. Say it with me one more time. Blueprint, battle, and blessing. And so when we're looking at Israel and when we're looking at our lives to understand that in all of our lives, as well as for Israel, God had a blueprint. When you understand that before the foundation of the world, it speaks of Yeshua, of Jesus being crucified. God had a plan even before Adam sinned that he, he, that he would bring mankind back to himself by his own working. And all of us, probably everyone in this room, God at times has spoken to us, has given us a promise, has given us a vision, has given us a word, and we're wondering what in the world happened to that word. How many understand that God's timing isn't our timing? Let me just throw this one quick story in, uh, just as I'm getting started and hoping to uh, hit high altitude real soon and then bring it in for almost a crash landing. But when I, when I understand, I heard this story and it was about a man who was talking to God. And he said, God, how long is a million years like to you? And God said to him, oh, it's, it's about like a second. And he said, wow. He said, how much is a million dollars to you? And he said, oh, it's about like one dollar. The man said back to God, could I have a million dollars? God said, just a second. <laughs> you know, one of the things that we miss it so much on prophetic things is, has to do with the timing. It, it, the urgency of the prophetic, it seems like it's got to be instantly. It's got to happen now. And I wanted to encourage you, when you're looking at the things of Israel, that you open up your heart and you open up your mind, especially for end-time eschatology. Because I believe that when the Jewish people, this is jumping over to the blessing, when the Jewish people, when it says, all Israel shall be saved, that it's going to be like life from the dead. What is that speaking of? I believe it's speaking of worldwide evangelism and God reaching the world because finally His firstborn has come home. In Exodus, when, God, when Moses went to Pharaoh, he said, you tell Pharaoh, my son, Israel, my firstborn. He looks at Israel as his firstborn. And I want to say here this morning, some of you who know, have known us for many years, we have a wayward firstborn. Our son Daniel right now, I couldn't tell you what state he's in. I couldn't tell you anything about him because we have lost contact with him some time ago. And we're praying for him. But guess what? 
He will always and forever be our firstborn. And that's God's heart for Israel. They will always and forever be His firstborn. He had a plan. He had a blueprint that he designed that through Israel he was going to foster that all the way up. And Yeshua, Jesus coming forth out of the line of the tribe of Judah. And he was going to be the one who would save his people. And we are grafted in from their sins. Yeshua, if you look through the Old Testament, and most of the time when you find the word salvation or save us, it's going to be the word Yeshua. His name will be called Yeshua, for He will save His people from their sins. God had and has a blueprint. He has a blueprint for every life in this room. And there are many people that we'll talk about tonight. Little babies that that blueprint snatched out of the room and thrown in the trash can because of the hardness of people's hearts. But understand that God, He wrote a book. Our son Daniel, there's a book written down about him and he's got off chapter and verse. But I am believing God for a mighty deliverance that God will send forth whatever's needed, the angelic army, to do warfare in behalf of our prodigal and any other prodigals that are in here that you have. God is reaching out. And so God had a plan and God had a design, but then there's always a battle getting to the blessing. There's always a testing getting to the testimony. And so here this morning, understanding that there has been a battle. There are people who have said to us, I don't understand why the Jewish people don't just accept it hook, line, and sinker. But there's been a lot of history to overcome. A lot of the battle has been caused by so-called believers in God through Jesus, through Yeshua. When you look back, a lot of the early church for the first about 300-something years, it was real strong and connected with its Jewish roots. But then someone came along and thought they had a better ideal. Constantine. He thought he was going to... And a lot of people see that as a highlight. I do not because he hated the Jewish people. And over a period of time, it came to where it was... uh, Passover could no longer be celebrated. And it reached the point where if they even celebrated Shabbat, it was punishable by death. And then it continued on from there. And we think of the Crusades that came out of, out of England and, and, and France. And, and they sent them forth. And we're going to go free the Holy Land. But what did it mean? Liberate meant liquidate. And they, be, they killed thousands of Jewish people as well as Muslims in the name of Christianity and in the name of the cross. Then it reached on a little bit later to Spain, and Spain had the inquisitions to where they were required to convert. We never use that word convert in Israel because it has such strong wrong meanings. Convert or die. And there was a progression that usually happened in most of these places. It started out, you shall not live among us as Jews. Listen closely. Then it went to, you shall not live among us. And the third, you shall not live. 
And there was that progression. Everywhere they went, they were... Uh, and so, in the name of Jesus, we declare that God is going to bring the, product, the, the elder's son back home. But you would probably think, well, that was Catholicism. They had all their idolatry, and that's why they wouldn't... But how many remembers the reformer Martin Luther, the 1500s? In the 1500s, he, he, he thought they would so soon and so readily turn. But when they didn't, toward the end of his life, he began to become very ravenous toward the Jews. And his last sermon, and also a book that he wrote, uh, burned their synagogues, run them out of town. And, he, he be, and guess what? Some 400 years later, you ever heard of a man named Hitler? Hitler republished that book, republished that last sermon, and in a lot of the quotes of his propaganda machine, it had quotes, the great Christian leader, Martin Luther. Sandra Toplinsky in her book, Why why I care about Israel, the first one I read before we ever moved to Israel. She talked about Al as a five-year-old that uh, she was told uh, and they had one of these old projectors. She's my age, so that's been a while ago since she was five. And she was showing, uh, the, the rabbi was showing them. And they were pushing emaciated dead bodies over into mass graves. And this is truly what he believed and what they were taught. He said to this little five-year-old Jewish girl, he said, this is what the Christians did to us. And if you'll let them, they'll do it again. Jewish people are taught to remember, remember Remember, and they remember the good, but they also remember the challenge and the bad. So it part of the battle nowadays, when we lived in Israel, it was one of our constant prayers was, Lord, cause them to ask the right questions. Because when they asked the right question, it would open the door wide open and we could begin to share of the goodness of God. Let me mention just a, a couple of things right here. Uh, when they were talking about, I heard uh, Julia Praying for the Arabs there. And I'm probably not going to make it over to the book of Romans, but Paul, a lot of his dealing was dealing with the Gentiles of Rome who he never had been there. But they were probably one of the first ones that would have had something called replacement theology. What that's saying is that we as the church have now taken their place and they are no longer relevant. That's a lie from the pit. Make sure you understand that. But the problem is, it is important that you pray for the Arabs because most of the Christian Arabs in the Middle East have bought that hook, line, and sinker. The Jewish people are no longer relevant. They shouldn't even be in this land. And because of that, they can never receive the fullness of the blessing of God from buying into that lie. Let me throw out one more that uh, if, as you are studying uh, about Israel, about the Jewish people, another lie of the enemy. That is that the Jewish people are saved by the Old Covenant and we are saved. Am I causing that <laughs> I need to say still that we are saved by the New Covenant? How many understands that's a lie? Yeshua, Jesus, just before his crucifixion. 
He was speaking to a room full of Jewish people, mostly leaders, and He said to them, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There's salvation in no other name. Amen. And aren't you glad that God is interested in making one new man of the Jew and the Gentile? And I'm looking forward to be together with Him to see the world reached for Almighty God. Hallelujah. And so, God had a plan. God had a, a blueprint. And we're in the midst of the battle. But I thank God that we are looking forward to the time of the blessing. And I'm going to open up here and I'm going to get to Romans Romans chapter 11. If you want to turn there as I'm starting to bring this around as I used to hear here coming around third base. I'm headed for home. And I'm going to slide into home here shortly because what we really want to do, we're going to ask the, the uh, Israel committee to come. And then I want you to even be right now, just be preparing your heart because we're almost there. Maybe you say, well, I've had a heart for Israel, but it's grown a little bit cold and a little bit, it's waned a little bit. Or maybe you say, well, I've never had a heart for Israel, but I, I would like to. I, I, we're going to ask you to come forward. I hope the seat's just empty and you just all come and that we can have a prayer and that, that we can pray for you because God wants to make a deposit in your life. And so looking at Romans chapter 11, I didn't push the right button. Romans chapter 11. Go. Romans chapter 11. There's several verses that I, as part of the blessing because as was we opened up with, I will bless those who bless you. That's not just rhetorical statements. God wants to give you an opportunity to receive more of what He has for you. But part of what is setting over here for some people, it's, it's sitting there in reserve. It's sitting there on the bookshelf. And Yeshua keeps looking over at it and said, well, they haven't called for this blessing yet. It's, it's, it's still sitting there and it's waiting. And it's waiting for you to somehow or another get the heart of the Father for His firstborn. And I qualify to say I need more. Karen, the sensitivity that she has, she's, she, she runs out in front of me in these areas. I, I, I need more of God's heart. Let me say if God gave you all of His heart for Israel, you wouldn't be able to handle it. But he's got some blessings that are being retained and ready that he wants to pour out on you. He wants to bless you in many ways. And this is one of the areas that he wants to do it. And so in Romans chapter 11, verse 12 says, Now if their fall is riches for the world, and their failure riches for the Gentiles, how much more their fullness. Guess what? God wants us to be blessed now, but there's even more in store for later. And then verse 15, For if they're being cast away, is the reconciling of the world... Uh, reconciling... What will their acceptance be but life 
from the dead. Say that with me. Life from the dead. One more time. Life from the dead. That sounds like a worldwide earthquake evangelistic revival where people on every hand are turning to the Lord. Hallelujah. Go ahead and stand with me. Karen, go ahead and come back to the, 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 the piano. We're in a time in the United States of America that people are being taught to hate. There are people that are saying, you've you got to hate this group, and this group's got to hate this group. It's, it's being taught. And that's been going on for many years. I remember a testimony of a lady at King of Kings some years ago. She came walking out in full burqa. This is all you could see. And you could, you could hear a gasp. She began to give her testimony. And then she reached up and pulled that burqa off. And she gave testimony and there was such a glow like I've never seen of Jesus on her face. And she said, all my life, I had hated the Jews. But she said, when I accepted Jesus in my life, all of a sudden, I loved the Jews. And then the realization came. She said, you know, I began to realize I'd never even met a Jewish person. But I'd been taught to hate. Here in the United States, we need more of the love of God to be poured out in our hearts. It's breath to us. His love is life to us. There's absolutely nothing can, that can take the place of God's love in our hearts. The world is trying to fill that void that God placed in each of us for His love. They're trying to fill it with drugs and alcohol and illicit, illicit sex and anything else. And they keep poking it in and poking it in, but it will never fill. But thank God for the love of God being shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And here this morning, we receive of Him. I just ask to challenge you. Let's lift our hands right now and let's receive of Him a fresh baptism in the Holy Spirit and let the fire of God come as well because we need something to burn out any hindrances to the moving of the Holy Spirit here in our nation. We need Him and the love of God being poured out in our hearts. And I challenge you right now, 
begin to drink of Him. Begin to drink of Him. There's so much more than, than we can imagine. There's more that He has to pour out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless You. Jerry, could I just sing a prophetic song? Ask the Israel community to go ahead and come. While she's singing, the Israel committee, if you'd come on forward, just come and stand here. I want you to face the congregation. So I'm going to ask her to sing just a little bit more. But I want to invite you to come. If you're here this morning and you say, well, I did have a heart for Israel, but it's waned some. And uh, I won't. Or I, I qualify for that. Or maybe you say, I've never had a heart for Israel. I want to invite you to come. Please come. I'm, I'm, we're waiting. We want to pray for you. I want to find out if this message has had any impact. I know there's more here that you have heard what I've said and you realize you need a heart for Israel. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Hallelujah. Baptize. Come on and join us. Us in your love. If you have everything that you need from God, don't come. If you don't have everything you need from God, I want you to come. Baptize us in your holy love. Peace be upon His The mountains surround Jerusalem. The Lord surrounds. 
his people. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, as these are being prayed for, I pray for each of these here and every person here this morning, Father. Lord, we thank you that you have a blueprint for every one of us. And, Lord, there are battles going on. And, Lord, we humble ourselves before you and we enter into the fray. Thank you that we have the blood of Jesus covering us. Thank you that we have the belt of truth around our waist, the breastplate of righteousness, our feet shod with the readiness of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. So, Karen, go ahead and feel free to sing. Okay. I would like to sing the ironic blessing over Living Waters Congregation. I was reading it this morning, and I just wept, and I felt the Lord wanted this released. In number six, this is the blessing that the Lord told Moses. This is how I want Aaron to bless my people. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord cause His face, His face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance. There again, His countenance is connected with His face upon you and give you peace. And then after that, it says, so they shall put my name. We sang about His name today. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. And so today as we sing this, we're singing it dual purpose over Israel. And we're singing it over us because it is God's will to bless you. It is God's will that you be filled with his presence. It is God's will that you be filled with his gracious love to you. And so may the Lord. Just before she, if, if there's any other needs, feel free to come down and be prayed for. We're going to go ahead and sing this as, as a closing song this morning. Bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and give you
would like to sing the rest of this song that I don't usually sing, but since this is Pray for the Peace of Jerusalem Day. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel. 